Nationwide, more coronavirus cases have been reported in new states and cities. The jump in the case count, largely caused by an increase in testing, has caused a shift. Music festivals canceled, businesses suspending non-essential travel, and calling on employees to work from home. Today is Friday, March 6th. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Gary Robbins, you cover science for the Union-Tribune. And one of the biggest science stories is ongoing right now with the COVID-19 outbreak. This is a story that is quickly developing, and as we are recording, it is 2.04 p.m., so things can change. But let's step back a little bit. Yesterday, we heard about a case at an AT&T store. What do we know about that? So this was an AT&T worker in Chula Vista who um, came down with the coronavirus. He had been to Italy. Um, There was some confusion first about where he was even from. Um, The uh, local officials were saying, well, actually, he was from Orange County, so he didn't count under San Diego County. Either way, you know, this was a big issue among AT&T and the county. Um, some uh, Five people were quarantined as a result. There was a lot of cleaning of AT&T facilities here in the county. So whether he is here from here or not, he worked here in San Diego County. Um, there are a lot of people. Um, so in the world right now, more than 100,000 infections have occurred. It's in mm-hmm. over 80 uh, countries. It's now in more than 20 states. One of the most deeply impact- impacted is California. So anything happening in California is really getting a lot of attention. And it seems the scariest part of this whole situation is the fact that it's possible for someone to spread the virus without having symptoms. So in a sense, that period of time when you're retracing steps can go back a lot further than what's manageable to actively protect against. Yeah, that's really a big problem. I was looking at the CDC stuff earlier this uh, this afternoon, and it emphasized that very fact that sometimes, yes, it does move from person to person without the person being symptomatic. Um, that just really does make it more difficult to kind of show what's going on. The other problem with it, too, is the fact that it, it seems to spread easily among people, and you can pick up the virus by touching things that have the virus on it. So um, you and I are sitting across from each other at a desk. Um, If it's on the desk and you touch it or some other type of object, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, you can pick up the coronavirus from that as well. You and I are sitting approximately three feet apart. Generally, the virus is spread uh, among people within six feet. So, you know, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be very far away. Yeah, and open office concepts, just being in a Starbucks, you know, it could happen at any moment, any time, which is kind of why you're seeing this quick reaction from large public gatherings. So, so far, what has the county been saying about what it knows about the current case at AT&T and anything new since that news that came out late yesterday? So far, I have not seen an update to what occurred yesterday afternoon. We're waiting for that information. So right now, I don't know more about where the person may be hospitalized, for example, whether additional people have been quarantined, whether AT&T is doing more at uh, a greater number of facilities. So this afternoon, um, we are waiting. In fact, we're waiting for inform- information from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, we've asked San Diego State University a bunch of questions about this and have gotten no response. Um, UC San Diego just came through in recent hours uh, to help us. So there's a lot that's not known at this moment. Mm-hmm. So what we do know is a number of 
large conventions and public gatherings have been canceled. What's the list of cancellations so far? So there have been three key cancellations of um, really significant science conferences, including one that occurred this morning. There's a... um, the, the, the general public might not care about it, but there's a convention called Experimental Biology 2020. That was canceled this morning. It was supposed to be held at the San Diego Convention Center during early April. That's 12,000 people. And a lot of those people work on these very types of problems. Um, the last time, uh, the, or the last figures we have for that conference meeting here in San Diego, that brought about $42 million to our economy. So losing something like that is a big deal. Um, there's another thing called the future of individualized medicine, which is where you really begin to hear about the things that are being used, like tools or wearable devices that are meant to pick up on things like viruses or other health problems or the monitoring of healthcare problems. Another one had to do with future technology and how people are, are affected by um, artificial intelligence. AI is deeply used in things like tracking viruses. So all three of these conferences affected this whole topic in some way. Yeah, it's terribly ironic, honestly, that the very people that theoretically could develop the vaccine that could save us all aren't meeting right now. Yeah, and there's a lot of limits on the travel of people. So UC San Diego does research literally around the world. Um, A lot of their chemists, biologists, geneticists move between here and China. China actually has a think tank on the UC San Diego campus. Uh, The UC system has placed a really strong cap on travel. It has to be an exceptional uh, circumstance. So the person-to-person interaction between, say, UC San Diego, UC Irvine scientists with other parts of the world is being limited this time. And that is rolling out even more. Even our own company has, um, you know, placed a cap on whether we can travel which, you know, in my own life, that that's canceled a trip to Boston. Uh, other people are being limited where they can go. This is playing out from company to company across this county. And this afternoon, it certainly feels like that's picking up momentum. Now, there's a lot of uncertainty in, in some um, areas, fear, for example. Um, the NCAA put out uh, information this afternoon saying that they were not going to be canceling public participation in events like March Madness mm-hmm. and their teams from Southern California like UC Irvine that will be at that. Um, if this had happened a couple of weeks later, would it have meant that you couldn't go to the Padres games, for example? Um, is that still a possibility? We don't know how this is going to play out, but we do know from the state that roughly 9,000 people from California recently were in countries where the virus has been a particular problem. Mm-hmm. And certainly the outbreak in King County, Washington, oh. is kind of a, a warning in which that first case that was found in January was linked to that second case that was found weeks later, which just shows the longevity of this virus and also why all of these organizations are taking the steps now, because it does seem like the dam is breaking. It does seem that way, and you can see it in some of the things that are going on in the state of Washington, like the University of Washington, which has 50,000 students, I think, on three campuses, um, is not going to hold midterm exams in person. They're going to do everything online. The, you know, that's quite a shift uh, in everybody's culture at that university. What if you had to do it here at UC San Diego, for example, which doesn't do a lot of online um, uh, education or the teaching of courses? That could mm-hmm. be a real issue. Yeah, it's like we have the tools to theoretically right. self-quarantine, but when it comes to reality, 
we're just not used to actually making that shift to fully work from home, to go to school from home, and you know, to function in the economy when you're not trying to be close to people. This is also showing up in our daily life in other ways. Like a lot of people, I was at 7-Eleven in Del Mar this morning, and I know the owner real well, and she was telling me that some of the other stores were seeing a run on certain types of products, water, toilet paper, things like that. It made me wonder why water, because we have water available out of the tap. Um, there's no animation that the virus would be in the water out of our tap. I think people are emotionally responding to something that's happening very rapidly and it's not well understood. There is confusion right now from the federal government. The government said they hope to have a million tests available by the end of this week, you know, diagnostic tests, um, and there are very few. Uh, there are particularly very few in the state of California, fewer than 7,500, and this is one of the places where this whole problem could really manifest itself. Yeah, that's one thing that I keep seeing popping up in my social feeds in which people are explaining the viruses in ways that are unscientific yeah. and borderline false. And that misinformation, especially on social channels, is really dangerous in the situation because it is that small act of simply continuing to wash your hands more than you would normally and effectively that can actually keep you safe. This is where social media is both good and it's bad. It can spread a lot of really valuable information and give you updates and tell you what you shouldn't be doing. But, you know, when you and I were talking in the newsroom this morning, you mentioned something about tequila that had gotten online, and I wasn't even sure what you were talking about because it happened so fast I hadn't heard it. Yeah, well, so what exactly was that? This actually goes back a little bit in which... People were looking at this video of how to make sanitizer in your home. You need something that has at least a certain degree of alcohol to create that hand sanitizer. Tito's vodka has a lot of alcohol, but not quite enough alcohol. So the social media person, Tito's Vodka, had to respond to all these people on Twitter saying, hey, you actually can't create effective hand sanitizer. Thank you for buying Tito's, but please don't do this because it won't actually help you. That's like an instant urban legend. Yes, I mean, that's it, what it is. And. I think because it, on some level, has some entertainment value with people, that'll get spread out there more quickly than something of value from, say, CDC. Yeah, that's kind of the reality we're in right now. You almost need to meme your way out of this global crisis. So if only we can have a good, you know, hand-washing joke, maybe that could be helpful. But I have seen, you know, jokes of, like, songs that have 20-second choruses you could sing so you actually wash your hands for long enough. I, th I believe that Mr. Brightside is one of them. Oh, my God. I, that I hadn't heard. You know, I'm so kind of mired right now in trying to figure out what the science is doing. It, what is concerning to me is that this virus still isn't that well understood, and there's no real, there's not a vaccine to it at, at this time. Local institutions are working with national institutions on this, but still there's there's some real confusion about the nature of the virus, and that's what worries me. Mm -hmm. And as this is a developing story and you tend to shine in these moments of tragedy when all this breaking news is happening, what's your game plan for the weekend as this keeps on going and we get more news? Really to follow every every angle of this. Uh, I'm really um, concerned about what is happening and unfolding in the state of California. Are we going to be able to get those tests, say, over the weekend or Monday, Tuesday? Um, how quickly will the diagnostics be become available? Because let's say that you go to Sharp or uh, another major healthcare provider, um, how soon will they actually have a sufficient number of tests? Because a lot of people are becoming increasingly anxious. This whole thing is feeding on itself right now. The stock market was way down again today. People are seeing a photo, you're seeing images of a cruise ship off San Francisco with quarantine people. Everywhere you turn your head, South by Southwest was canceled this afternoon. Um, so I think there'll be more people going to doctor's offices 
just because they sense on some level they may be affected when they're not, that puts pressure on the system. And right now the system doesn't have capacity and it's not clear where we're going to get it. So I'll be watching that a lot. Mm-hmm. And as always, follow the Union Tribune on social and also download our application as breaking news happens. You'll get news alerts in real time. Gary Robbins, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, President Trump signed legislation Friday that provides $8.3 billion in emergency spending to tackle the coronavirus outbreak. The bill passed swiftly with broad bipartisan support. The emergency spending legislation will pump more than $3 billion into research and development of vaccines and therapeutics, $2.2 billion to help public health agencies prepare and respond, including boosting testing capabilities, and nearly $1 billion to procure medical supplies and pharmaceuticals. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekday evenings. This podcast is produced by myself, and editing help this week came from managing editor Laura Sacallo, digital creative director Beto Alvarez, and business editor Diana McCabe. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at uniontrip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.